Hello and welcome to Religion and Life. I'm Soraya Reese from the LDSSA. Glad to have you here. Thanks for tuning in. This week we have TJ Davis. He spoke back in April 2018, back in the glory days. He's from Logan, but he's more commonly known as the Juanito Bandito from the Pickleville Playhouse. So thanks for tuning in and I hope you get some spiritual enlightenment. Enjoy. Um, and actually, thinking about coming here, it, I don't know if it's done the same for, I know it has done the same for Aaron, but it's made me think a ton about um, our time here. And uh, I, I want you to know, before I show you what I'm going to show you here, um, that we were cool. <laughs> Despite what you're about to see. Can you see? <laughs> so this is us, not the TV show. Um, the, this is us in our first apartment right there. We had just barely got, been married, like zero days probably. Um, the, my pants were actually, that's how they were back then. The openings on the pants were this big and that was cool. Um, and I'm mostly disappointed in my shoe game in this picture was not on point quite yet, but we all improve throughout our lives. But in this apartment, we, we, could, we always joke that we could stand in one place in the apartment. We could put our foot in one in the bedroom, another foot in the kitchen, another foot in the bathroom, and what other rooms are there? That was all. <laughs> so, um, and it was awesome. We, we loved it. So... So there's that, there's where it started, and then here is uh, a little demonstration of um, some of the talents that we have tried to teach our kids. Uh, one of them is teleporting. Let's see if this works. Get sound on it. Swimsuits? Yeah. Did you bring your towels? Yeah. Did you bring your school stuff? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, here we go, everybody ready? It's cold. Count of three. I know it's chilly. Alright, ready? Someone on Instagram, we put this on Instagram. This was of our Hawaii trip that we took um, a couple uh, weeks ago. And they said, how, you know, how do you make it to Hawaii every year? And I said, this is how. It's... <laughs> anyway, we worked on that for a little while. It's amazing how difficult it is to line four kids up and to get them to <laughs> stand in the right place and one, two, three, and clap. Anyway, we did it. We did it. Okay, so there's a more recent family photo. Here's a little bit more of a realistic family photo. That's what it looks like, kind of, except we don't usually dress that nice. And um, here is an even more realistic of, this is kind of what our life's all about. This is a video we made one Sunday. It's Sunday today. Does anyone else have the tradition of not taking off your Sunday socks when it's Sunday to help remind yourself that it's Sunday? We do. Through some chords together, the combination D E F is who I am, is what I do. And I was gonna lay it down for you. I tried to focus my attention, but I feel so ADD. I need some help, some inspiration. 
So that's a little closer to what it's like. Um, and this picture is, is probably nails it spot on right there. Um, but I, I got looking kind of through our Instagram pictures and, and stuff, and, and, I, um, and I was thinking about, you guys have probably seen, um, the, uh, those of you that use social media before and after pictures, where they find uh, <laughs> the dishonest ones anyway, where they, they find someone who is not exactly in shape, and they somehow convince them to get in their little shorts and take a picture, and they cut off their head about right here. So it's just you can see their body. And then they find this muscle-bound dude, and they put it next to him, and they say, look what can happen in two weeks if you just subscribe to my newsletter and buy this uh, supplement that we're selling. Um, so, uh, it, and it got me thinking about this, and this is kind of, um, this is amazing to me, is uh, this is our before and after picture right there. Um, and another correction I need to make is that this is all her fault. <laughs> All the good parts of it, anyway. Um, so, we thought that we knew what was in front of us when we were here at the Institute, but as you can tell from a hearing just a little bit of our story, we really had no idea what, we were, what was in store. But we were together, and we were happy. And uh, Thankfully, uh, we've been blessed so much since then that we're still together and we're still happy. Um, so I, I, I want to just quickly get to know the audience just a little bit. I like to do this sometimes at the shows, just like find out where people are from. But if you could raise your hand if, if you're married. Is that, are there any married students? Good, okay. So raise your hand if you're in a fairly pretty serious relationship right now. Okay. Did I just DTR for some of you guys out there? I saw some, some female hands went up a little before them. They're like, oh yeah, yep, that's me. Okay. Good. Raise your hand if you are uh, pre-mission, getting ready to go on a mission. Awesome. Um, raise your hand if you're single and ready to mingle. Good. Good. Okay, keep, keep your hands up for just one second. Everyone look around. Take some notes. Good. Isn't it cool to think that the person who might be in your after picture might have just raised their hand right next to you? They could, no, I'm dead serious. They could be in this very room right now. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Think, just think about it. Just look around and think about it. I think that that is a super neat uh, thing that ought to get everyone. I mean, those of us that are married, we get jazzed up for other reasons. But those that aren't married, you ought to be pretty excited about coming to Institute. This is the best place uh, to find the person that, that you want in your after picture. When you're actually before and after picture, I guess. Um, and so, oh, I wanted to do one more thing. I forgot this. Uh, on the count of three, just I'm going to try to help you out. Let's just, everyone that's single, just point to the person that you would most want to end up marrying. One, two. I'm just kidding. But think about it. 
All right. So I'm sure you, I'm sure you hear this a lot uh, here in the Institute, especially that, that these times in your life are super important, that you're about to make decisions that are going to have an eternal, uh, uh, eternal, huge, eternal, vast consequences. Uh, and, uh, and I'm not going to lie, that's completely true. Um, there's some big things coming up for you, or maybe you've already made some of those decisions. Um, for me, with the decision of like what I want to study, uh, I, I kind of felt like Jer Jerry Seinfeld in the B movie. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where they take them through and they're like, you pick one job and you get to do it the rest of your life. And that's what you're stuck doing. Um, no, that's not exactly true anymore. And I think that kids, people nowadays are a little smarter than I was probably. Um, but it is true that there are some big decisions that you're making every day and that, that you're probably in the process of making. So I hope that I can tell you just a couple of suggestions that I have that I think are important now looking back, being in the after picture, at least thus far in our um, progression our, in life. Looking back, this is what I would tell those kids that are in the before picture. Um, first of all, let me give you, this is the other part of the story that I need to edit about the whole breaking up thing. <laughs> it wasn't exactly like that. Um, we, were, we were both, um, very much trying to figure out uh, if this is right. And, I, and guys, this, this is a scary thing. I don't know if you feel that way, those of you that are considering marriage right now, but I mean, you don't, you don't want it to end. This is a permanent thing that you're about to choose, right? Um, and so uh, I remember thinking, man, a decision this big, the Lord should just make it for us. You know what I mean? I should just be able to go to my bishop and be like, which one? That one. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um, because I don't want to get it wrong. Right? You know, if there, and, and so um, I, I wanted that decision to be made for me. And in the middle of all this, I, uh, I learned a lesson. It was probably here at the Institute. Uh, about the brother of Jared. You guys probably are familiar with this story, but the brother of Jared, they were instructed on how to build the barges that were going to take them across the sea um, to their promised land. And uh, he, they had three problems. And he took these three problems to the Lord. He said, number one, uh, whither shall we steer? How am I going to get this boat, or the boats that we've made, from one point to where we're going. So number two, the boat, these boats are airtight, There's, so the water can't get in, but also since the water can't get in, we can't breathe. And so we'll die if we stay in there for any amount of time. And number three, um, he said there's no light. We don't have any way to have light in the boats. They probably can't light a fire in there because the boats are made of wood or whatever, and um, so they <laughs> had a problem. And I think it's very instructive and interesting to, to see how the Lord answered the brother of Jared. Uh, first question, whether shall we steer? Uh, he basically said, let me take care of it. You'll be like a whale in the sea. I will take your boat. I will take it to where it needs to go. Don't worry about that part. Okay? 
what de what decisions in life are you trying to make where, where the Lord might say that? Or what are we worrying about that we really shouldn't worry about because it's going to be taken care of if we do the other things? Number two, the boats are airtight. There's no air. How did the Lord answer this concern? He gave him the answer. He said, here's what you do. And he gave him specific instructions. He said, you go here, you do this, you put a hole in the bottom, you put a hole in the top, and then when uh, you want air, you just open the whatever holes up so that the water doesn't come in and, and you'll be taken care of. So he gave them specific instructions on, on what to do when he asked. Number three is a little more interesting. Um, in Ether 2, the Lord asks the brother of Jared, after the brother of Jared says, you know, there's no light. How are we going to have light? The Lord says, brother of Jared, what will ye that I should do that ye may have light in your vessels? What do you want me to do to fix this problem? Ether 3.1 tells us what the brother of Jared did. It came to pass that the brother of Jared went forth unto the mount, which they called the Mount Shelem because of its exceeding height. And he did molten out of a rock 16 small stones, and they were white and clear, even as transparent glass. And he did carry them in his hands upon the top of the mount. And he cried on again unto the Lord, saying, Touch these stones, O Lord, with thy finger, and prepare them that they may shine forth in the darkness. And they shall shine forth unto us in the vessels which we have prepared that we may have light while we cross the sea. So, I realized back then that it was time for me to put on my big kid pants and, uh, and make my own decision here. Now, we had to make that decision. And so, we did all the work. We had all the discussions. We climbed to the top of our mountain. We, we dug those stones out. We, we made them as clear and as, as, as pretty as possible. And we took them in our hands and we went to the Lord. And we, and we said, Lord, touch these stones. This is what we want. And, um, and he did it. And he continues to do it. This is a pattern throughout life that we, that we have used. That um, so many decisions like this that we have to make on our own that are difficult decisions. We want them to be made by someone else. But, but this is how it has to be. Um, and I remember, you know, after making this choice and going to the Lord and bringing these stones to him, and saying, this is what I want. Um, I had this overwhelming, it was suddenly an overwhelming feeling uh, looking into Erin's eyes that she, she's heard me say this multiple times, that she was never going to give up on me, on herself, on our family. And it was like, that's all I needed was that spiritual confirmation. Um, it was very similar in dental school. We worked our tails off to get you, 
those that have gotten into dental school or medical school or those that are working towards those things or other graduate programs, you know how difficult and competitive it is and expensive it is to, to even get to the point where you can apply. And not only that, but we, we went and bought a house in 2000, what was it? It was before 2008. That's a bad idea. Um, and, uh, and I'd come home with this cloud over my head every day saying, oh, uh, shoot, like this, I thought this was right, but it's not. And, um, and so we did it again. We went up to the mountain, we went to the temple, we talked about it, we prayed about it, we weighed our options, and we decided we wanted another path. And we took that stone to the Lord and said, touch it, and he did. And, uh, and man, I, not a single day have I ever looked back at either of these decisions and regretted it, not a single moment. Um, and it doesn't mean that we understood everything when, when we got married or when we, when we came back from dental school. We didn't know each step that was going to be required. Um, but we, we knew that this was a, a one that the Lord was endorsing through the Spirit. So seek the Spirit. Do the work. Go to the mountain. Create the stones of what you want and bring them to the Lord. Um, last thing I want to show you here really quickly uh, is a piece of my favorite movie that I think applies. I'm going to have to turn these lights off. my reflection. No! Look hard. You see, he lives in you. Satan's um, most potent weapons against us, and I was going to say young people, but this is not just, this is not 
I mean, it might be especially for young people, but it's for everyone, is that he wants us to forget. He wants us to forget who our Father is, what we are destined to become. He wants us to wake up on a Tuesday morning at 7 o'clock, and you got stupid chemistry class with the graduate teacher who uh, doesn't speak English very well, and you hate chemistry, and it's cold, the wind is like blowing like it does, not recently, it's been really warm, but, um, and, and he wants you to think, this, this is just not worth it, this is like, ugh. It's not even important what I'm doing. Today is a terrible day. But this is just not true. I think that all of us need to wake up in the morning and we need to remember who our Father is. We need to look at ourselves in the mirror and understand that we are currently, right now, this very second, in training to become kings and queens. And good news is that the king of us all is personally overseeing our training. He's involved in every tiny aspect of what we're doing. And so uh, when it seems like it's unimportant or not significant, when you uh, start to feel bad about comparing yourself to others with social media and, and all the, the distractions that we have in the world. You need to look at yourself and remember. You need to talk to him. We have to connect with him. Help him help us remember who we are. Um, I know he wants us to feel every day how significant we really are and how significant every little moment in our life is. I know that He lives. God lives. And He loves us. And He loves us way more. <sighs> this is something I heard my mom say forever. Like, you'll never understand how much I love you until you have your own kids. She is dang right. <laughs> and He loves us. He's saying the same thing. You, you, you know, He loves us more than that, which is just unfathomable to me. And so... Being the perfect father that he is, I know that he is trying to communicate with us all the time. And all we have to do is open up and hear him and invite him to, to help us. And if we do that, um, I know that he'll help us to be on the path of happiness. And, uh, and uh, we can get the before and after picture that, that we create in our minds right now, even before it happens. Uh, this is my testimony in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thanks for watching this week's Religion and Life with TJ Davis. We were grateful to hear his delightful words. Make sure if you're wanting credit for this class that you are registered so you can mark that off. Other than that, I will uh, see you next week, 1130. Invite your friends, invite your family, invite your dog if they need the spiritual nourishment for the week. But glad to have you guys tuned in.